1: from the Bloomberg Interactive Broker Studios. This is Bloomberg Daybreak for Tuesday, November twenty second, 2022. Coming up this hour... Another
2: crypto firm warns of a possible bankruptcy.
1: Bob Iger takes his first steps to reorganize Disney.
2: Elon Musk loses more than $100 billion of his fortune this year.
1: And OECD says the world's central banks must keep raising interest rates to fight inflation.
3: New York Mayor Adams says it was not an idle threat against the Jewish synagogue. Plus, the man who subdued the suspected gunman in a gay Colorado nightclub is talking. I'm Michael Barr.
4: More ahead. I'm John Stash, in sports. The U.S. opened the World Cup for the time. Monday night win for the 49ers, Knicks, Devils, Islanders, and St. John's. That's all
5: straight ahead on Bloomberg Daybreak. On Bloomberg 1130 New York, Bloomberg 991 Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 1061 Boston, Bloomberg 960 San Francisco, Sirius XM 119, and around the world on BloombergRadio.com and via the Bloomberg Business app.
2: Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager.
1: And I'm Karen Moscow and U.S. Stock Index futures are on the rise this morning. We are coming up to 601 on Wall Street and we check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P futures up eight points this morning. Dow futures up 62. Nasdaq futures up 24. The DAX in Germany is up a quarter percent. 10-year treasury up 1032 seconds, Yield 3.78%. The yield on the two-year 4.49%. NYMEX crude oil up seven-tenths percent or 57 cents at $80.59 a and Bitcoin this morning is up nine tenths percent. It's around fifteen thousand seven hundred seventy dollars. Nathan.
2: Well, Karen, speaking of crypto turmoil around the asset class continues this morning. Another firm is warning of a possible bankruptcy. For the latest, we bring in Bloomberg's Steve Rappaport live in our New York studios. Good morning, Steve. Good morning,
6: Nathan and Karen. Potential investors in Genesis could make an exodus after the crypto company warned it's coming up short in fundraising. Sources say Genesis is scrambling to come up with at least a billion dollars following the collapse of crypto exchange FTX. And more on that bankruptcy. A new filing shows FTX and its affiliates had a combined cash balance of $1.24 billion dollars. That filing states the latest tally identifies substantially higher cash balances than debtors were in a position to substantiate. In New York, I'm Steve Rappaport, Bloomberg Daybreak.
1: All right, Steve, thank you. On well, corporate news this morning, all eyes are still on Disney. Returning CEO Bob Iger is taking his first steps toward reorganizing the entertainment giant. Iger is asking top deputies to rethink the corporate structure. He's also announced the departure of a top manager, the head of media distribution, Kareem Daniel.
2: Well, it turns out Karen took a lot of money for Disney to lure Iger back. He's getting paid about $27 million a year under his two-year agreement. We get the details from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. According to a company filing, Iger will receive a base
5: salary of a million dollars and a bonus equal to that amount. In addition, he'll get stock awards with a target value of $25 million each year. Disney, the world's largest entertainment company, announced Sunday that Bob Chapek was stepping down as CEO immediately to be replaced by Iger, who ran the company for 15 years prior to retiring in December of 2021. In New York, Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg, David break.
1: All right, Charlie, thank you. Well, on the flip side, the richest person in the world has seen his fortune decline by more than $100 billion this year. According to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index, Elon Musk's fortune has fallen below $170 billion after Monday's $8.6 billion loss. His stake in Tesla comprises the bulk of Musk's fortune. Those shares have fallen 52% this year.
2: Yeah, and it's Musk's other company, Karen, that's grabbing most of the spotlight lately. The turmoil at Twitter remains front and center. Bloomberg Zed backs to report The announcements just keep coming.
5: Musk let more people go early in the day with about a quarter of the company staff remaining. He then came out later to say that those would be the last layoffs and the same breath that he's not moving the company to Texas. He also announced now that he is going to delay the start of Blue Verified and says that the platform has added 1.6 million live users this week. In San Francisco, I'm Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Daybreak.
1: Right, and thank you. Well, another billionaire is making headlines this morning. Bloomberg News has learned Carl Icahn began shorting GameStop during the height of the meme stock frenzy. Sources say Icahn started building the short when GameStop was trading near its peak of $483 per share and still holds a large bet against the shares. GameStop has lost more than 70% of its value from a closing high back in January of 2021.
2: Turning to the economy, Karen, there is more pressure on central banks to keep raising interest rates. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development says surging prices are putting a dent on real incomes and creating problems that will only get worse if policymakers fail to act. The OECD also raised its global inflation forecasts for next year and says price increases in 2024 will also remain above target.
1: Meantime, Nathan, two Fed officials are reinforcing expectations the Central Bank will slow their pace of interest rate hikes next month even as they stress the need to keep tightening. San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly and Cleveland's Loretta Mester said during separate remarks that inflation remains too high. Here's Daly speaking in California.
2: As we work to bring policy to what we call a sufficiently restrictive stance, which really in simple terms means the level required to bring inflation down and restore price stability, We will need to be mindful. Adjusting too little will leave inflation too high. And adjusting too much could lead to an unnecessarily painful downturn.
1: San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly says she still expects rates to peak at 5% or above.
2: All right, let's move to China now, Karen, where an increase in COVID cases has led authorities to reintroduce measures like expanding testing and lockdowns. It's now estimated a fifth of the country's economy has been affected despite the central government's call for more targeted, less disruptive COVID zero measures.
1: And in geopolitics, Nathan, the U.S. is pushing China to ease up on Taiwan. And we get details from Bloomberg's Amy Morris in our 99.1 newsroom in Washington.
7: Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin urged his counterpart in China to avoid destabilizing actions toward Taiwan. This was Austin's first face-to-face meeting with China's Defense Minister Wei Feng-ha since House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visited Taipei in August. The Pentagon says the men also discussed Russia's war in Ukraine, reiterating opposition to the use of or the threat to use nuclear weapons. Austin asked China to fully enforce U.N. Security Council resolutions against North Korea's weapons program and called for both sides to maintain open lines of communication. In Washington, I'm Amy Morris. Bloomberg Daybreak.
2: All right, Amy, thank you. S&P futures right now are up 7 points. Dow futures up 55. NASDAQ futures are higher by 21 points. Ten-year treasury yield 3.79%. Straight ahead, your latest local headlines and the check of Sports. This is Bloomberg. It's now 607 on Wall Street. We're at uh, 37 degrees in Central Park. And we've got a uh, crash on the uh... – oh, where is it? It's on <laughs> – you know what? We'll let traffic tell you. It's on the bro- uh, the northbound New York State Thruway. Michael Barr, save me. I uh, Thank you very much, Nathan. We're learning more about the arrests
3: of two men in connection with a threat to attack a synagogue in New York City. 21-year-old Christopher Brown told police he has a sick personality, and court records said that he tweeted that he was going to ask a priest if he should become a husband or shoot up a synagogue and die.
4: This was not an idle threat. This was a real threat.
3: Mayor Eric Adams said police recovered a Glock semi-automatic firearm with an extended magazine, a large hunting knife, and a Nazi armband. Police arrested Brown and a companion, both of whom have pleaded not guilty.
4: America must defeat the rising threat of domestic terrorism. It is real. It is here. And we must have a formidable approach to it.
3: Mayor Adams says that the NYPD and the New York State Police are increasing security at synagogues throughout the holidays. An Army veteran credits his training in the armed forces for taking down the gunmen that stormed an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. Richard Fierro, who served tours in Iraq and Afghanistan, says he went into combat mode when shots rang out.
5: I got into mode, and I needed to save my family. And that family was, at that time, everybody in that room.
3: Fierro knocking a handgun and AR-15 style rifle from the suspect's hands and then hitting him in the head with a gun. The 22-year-old suspect faces murder and hate crime charges. Five people were killed, 19 others were injured in the shooting. President Zelensky is once again urging NATO members to guarantee protection of Ukraine's energy grid from Russian sabotage that was shelling around Europe's largest nuclear plant. With the help of new hires, the airline industry says they're ready for the Thanksgiving travel rush now getting underway. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says the airlines are definitely in better shape than we were this summer.
6: I would not say we're out of the woods yet, but uh, I am cautiously optimistic about this week being off to a good start, and we're going to be watching this very closely as we go into the other uh, peak holiday travel times that are coming in the next few weeks.
3: Secretary Buttigieg at O'Hare Airport in Chicago, where a large terminal expansion was announced. Global News, 24 hours a day on air and on Bloomberg Quick Take, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts, more than 120 countries. I'm Michael Barr. This
2: is Bloomberg Native. Thank you, Michael. Just about six ten on Wall Street. Time for the Bloomberg Sports Update brought to you by Tri-State Audi. Here's John Stash Hour. All
4: right, Nathan, just before the Knicks went on this five-game road trip, they lost the game at the Garden when Oklahoma City poured in 145 points. A little better defense for the Knicks this time at OKC. Big game by their new point guard. Knicks ended the trip with a win over the Thunder, 129-119. to Jalen Brunson scored 34 points, shot 14 of 20, added nine assists. Pretty good trip. Knicks went 3-2. and two. They're back home Friday to play Portland. The Devils won again. They made it a lucky 13 wins in a row. That ties the club record 5-2 over Edmonton. Devils haven't lost in a month. Islanders, 3-2 overtime win at Toronto. St. John's now 5-0. Beat Temple, 78-72, part of a doubleheader at Barclays. Syracuse won the opener in overtime over Richmond. 78,000 on hand in Mexico City for the 49ers and Cardinals. Garoppolo
5: in the shotgun, three receivers left. Lidge Jimmy a low snap. Get a cock and throw, and it is caught! by Brandon Ayuk
4: in the end zone. Ah, oh, no, Tassion, San Francisco. A-N-B-R, the Cone, Niners beat Arizona 38-10, four touchdown passes for Jimmy Garoppolo. The Giants play Thursday in Dallas, the Giants' injuries continue. Rookie wideout Wendell Robinson's done for the year. Cornerback, Dory Jackson, one of the Giants' best defenders, is out at least a month. Both have knee injuries. World Cup opener for the U.S. Good start, but a late penalty kick, and the game ended 1-1 with Wales. They're playing now in Qatar. Argentina early second half leads Saudi Arabia 1-0 on a Lionel Messi penalty kick. John Bloomberg Sports. Eh?
2: Okay, John. Thank you. S&P futures are up six points. Dow futures up 49. Nasdaq futures are higher by 16 points. Ten-year is up 10. Thirty seconds yield. You're listening to Bloomberg Rick. Bloomberg Sports was brought to you by Audi. Don't let someone else drive off in the Audi model you've always wanted. Visit your local tri-state Audi dealer to get behind the wheel of yours today or visit AudiOffers.com for more information.
5: markets headlines and breaking news 24 hours a day at bloomberg.com the bloomberg business app and at bloomberg quick take this is a bloomberg business flash
1: And I'm Karen Moscow. And U.S. stock index futures are higher, but they have been trimming their gains a bit. European shares are rising as well as investors parse comments from Federal Reserve officials for clues on the pace of interest rate hikes and assess the impact of China's widening COVID lockdowns. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. On Bloomberg, S&P futures up four points. Dow futures up 34. NASDAQ futures up about 10. The DAX in Germany is up two-tenths of a percent. Ten-year Treasury up 10.30 seconds. Yield 3.78%. The yield on the two-year, 4.49%. NYMEX crude oil is up seven-tenths percent, or 55 cents, at $80.59 a barrel. COMEX gold up half percent, or $8.40, at 17.63 an ounce. The euro, 1.0284 against the dollar. British pound, 1.1879. To the yen one. 41.25. Bitcoin this morning up a tenths percent at That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Now here's Michael Barr with more on what's going on around the world. Michael.
3: Karen, thank you very much. An Army veteran who helped subdue the gunman at a gay club in Colorado Springs credits his military training and instincts in helping him disarm the attacker. Rich Fierro says he grabbed the gunman's body armor and began punching him. Five people were killed and 19 were wounded. The White House has sent condolences to those killed in an earthquake in Indonesia. The death toll From Monday's earthquake on Java has climbed to 252. In the NFL, the 49ers beat the Cardinals 38-10. In the NBA, the Knicks won. The Celtics and Warriors lost. In the NHL, how about those Devils? 13 in a row for wins, beating the Oilers 5-2. The Islanders won in OT against the Maple Leafs 3-2. The Bruins won. At Soccer's World Cup in Qatar, the U.S. and Wales ended in a 1-1 draw. Today, four games are on the slate, including Saudi Arabia leading Argentina 1-0. Global News, 24 hours a day on air and on Bloomberg Quick Take, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts more than 120 countries. I'm Michael Barr, and this is Bloomberg, Nathan.
2: Okay, Michael, thanks. It's 619 on Wall Street, live from the Bloomberg Interactive Brokers Studios. This is Bloomberg Daybreak, and now we bring you a tale of two CEOs. Bob Iger, back at the helm at Walt Disney, is already signaling a new direction for the entertainment giant that he's returned to. While at Twitter, changes Elon Musk is making or sending heads spinning and eating into the world's richest man's personal fortune. Let's bring in Bloomberg Quick Take correspondent Alex Webb for more on this. Alex, uh, welcome back. Uh, Bob Iger has sent his first memo to his top deputies. What's its signal?
8: It seems to signal a return, you know, the new Disney, much like the old Disney, that he's Mm. going back to uh, the model where creative control uh, doesn't run through a central committee, but is uh, delegated to the relevant heads of studio, which, you know, had been a sticking point, a bugbear within Disney. This had seemed to have been detrimental to morale and was one of the the, the factors that seemed to have, that seemed to have, uh, you know, led to his downfall.
2: So he could be making changes that could please employees. But what about the direction of the company itself? Is it going to please investors?
8: And that is clearly the sort of $50 billion question. Uh, The thing that had happened with Disney is that they had come under pressure from activist investors to uh, scrap the dividend, invest the capital in content for Disney+, Plus, with the hope that it would become a growth stock akin to Netflix and get close to, at the time, Netflix's 55 um, times price to earnings multiple. Um, It did that. It overtook Netflix on that. Basis, But as we've seen in recent months, growth stocks have been punished as, as interest rates have gone up. So now he's got a tough decision on whether to actually take more capital away from Disney Plus and invest that money or return some of that money to shareholders or whether he doubles down but just finds a way of communicating it to the market more effectively about why this is a sensible way to allocate the company's capital.
2: Is there still room for growth at Disney in terms of M&A? Is, 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 are there any potential deal targets? Uh, for Bob Iger?
8: I mean, Bob Iger is someone who has built the success of that company on M&A. It's hard to see from an antitrust perspective how we could do big studio deals. There might be um, IP out there, discrete deals that are possible. There are also, you know, if we look at the increasing convergence of content where, you know, we've seen Netflix take steps into gaming. Um, obviously, you know, lots of tech companies are getting into gaming. Those sort of areas are, are possibilities for Disney. But, uh, you know, at this stage, you know, it, the question is, re- he's only going to be there for two years, right? So making colossal strategic decisions of that nature might be a big ask. Instead, it's really about writing the ship uh, and setting it on a, on a sensible trajectory as far as the investor concerned.
2: As far as the uh, ship that is Twitter, uh, it's tough to say that it's being righted at this point. It just seems like the hits keep on coming uh, for and, uh, I guess, from Elon Musk.
8: It's kind of astonishing that last week we were hearing about panic that too many people had had resigned as a consequence of his demand that – that people commit to a a, quote hardcore version of the company. But then it became clear that yes, there might have been too many people resigned, but they were too many engineers basically. And that he still sees scope to cut the sales staff. Now, you know, we don't know full, full workings of Elon's thinking, but given the, the things we're seeing about how advertisers are backing away from Twitter, you might assume that sales staff would be kind of important in that context because they have the relationships with the brand. So, um, you know, it's Elon's company. He can do what he wants with it. Uh, we don't aren't going to have visibility into their earnings in the way we did when they were a publicly traded company. But uh, all these steps seem to be um, asking more questions than they're answering.
2: Yeah, and it's uh, putting a lot more concern for Tesla investors as well with uh, the focus now on Twitter. Is it fair to tie the drop in Musk's personal fortune to this new focus on Twitter? We've got about 30 seconds left here.
8: Um, Look, Tesla was, for a long time, people said that it was, you know, overvalued. Uh, The distraction of Twitter may well have been a factor, but there's a re-rating of a lot of these growth stocks, and, you know, that that probably is a bigger consideration than anything else.
2: All right. Uh, Alex Webb, as always, great to have you on with us. Alex Webb, Bloomberg Quick Take Correspondent. With us this morning, looking ahead to the market open, we have S&P futures uh, just a little bit higher, up four points right now. Dow futures up 27 points. NASDAQ futures uh, higher by 10 points. It's pretty much a little change to the upside uh, as far as the uh, futures contracts go at the moment. The 10-year Treasury is moving higher, up 11.30 seconds, dropping the yield down to 3.78 percent. And the yield on the two-year right now, 4.49 percent. Just ahead, the latest on the crypto contagion. And more Fed speakers signaling they're ready to reconsider the rate hike pace. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg 1130 weather, mostly sunny upper 40s today, mid 30s for lows tonight. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow, low 50s, the high near 50, partly sunny on Thanksgiving Day. Right now, 38 in Central Park. It's 630 on Wall Street. Good morning. I'm Nathan Haker.
1: And I'm Karen Moscow, and we are just about three hours away from the open of U.S. trading. It's time for the five things that you need to know to start your day, brought to you by Interactive Brokers. IBKR Event Trader offers a new way to trade futures. Use event contracts to trade your opinion on yes or no questions in key CME futures markets. Learn more at eventtrader.interactivebrokers.com. Up first, we begin with more turmoil and crypto with another firm warning of a possible bankruptcy. Bloomberg Steve Rapp report joins us live in new york with the latest good morning steve
6: good morning crypto company genesis is telling potential investors it's struggling to court new capital genesis is making a push for cash after the collapse of crypto exchange ftx we're learning more about bank bankruptcy a new filing shows ftx and its affiliates had a combined cash balance of 1.24 billion dollars That's a significantly higher amount than debtors were able to substantiate in the latest tally. Live in New York, I'm Steve Rappaport, Bloomberg Daybreak.
2: All right, Steve, thanks. San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly and Cleveland's Loretta Mester are warning inflation remains too high, but Daly thinks the Fed should consider its pace of rate hikes. As we work to bring policy to what we call a sufficiently restrictive stance, which really in simple terms means the level required to bring inflation down and restore price stability, we will need to be mindful. Adjusting too little will leave inflation too high, and adjusting too much could lead to an unnecessarily
1: painful downturn.
2: San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly made those comments yesterday in California.
1: Well, Nathan, turning to corporate news now, Disney's returning CEO, Bob Iger, is asking top deputies to rethink the company's corporate structure. We're also learning about Iger's new salary. He'll make $27 million a year under his new two-year agreement.
2: As for Twitter, Karen, employees there aren't sure what's next after the company laid off more sales workers Sunday. Bloomberg's Cameron Leach says employees feel Twitter's lacking direction.
6: It's so much money they, they have to cut. And it seems like Elon thinks that salaries is the best way to do that by uh, decreasing his head count. And everybody's on their toes walking on the eggshells.
2: Bloomberg's Cameron Leach adds Elon Musk will hold off relaunching his blue verified feature until there's high confidence of stopping fake accounts.
1: And Nathan, while Musk remains the world's richest person, his fortune declined by more than $100 billion so far this year. According to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index, Elon Musk's wealth has fallen to just under $170 billion. And that's the five things you need to know to start your day. Brought to you by Interactive Brokers. And futures this morning are on the rise. S&P futures up five points. Straight ahead, your latest local headlines plus a check of sports. And this is Bloomberg.
2: right, thank you, Karen. 633 now on Wall Street, 37 degrees in Central Park. we got a new crash southbound Merritt Parkway at exit 31. We'll tell you more in traffic. First, Michael Barr has what else is going on in New York and around the world. Good morning, Michael.
3: Good morning, Nathan. New York City police are adding protection at synagogues following the weekend arrests of two men in connection with a threat to attack. 21-year-old Christopher Brown told police he has a sick personality, and court records said he tweeted that, he was going to ask a priest if he should become a husband or shoot up a synagogue and die mayor eric adams said it wasn't an idle threat
4: to have a person armed with have the means the hate and the desire to carry out a crime of this magnitude is serious
3: mayor adams says police recovered a glock semi-automatic firearm with an extended magazine a large hunting knife and a nazi armband The NYPD arrested Brown and a companion, both of whom have pleaded not guilty. An Army veteran who helped subdue the gunman at a gay club in Colorado Springs credits his military training and instincts in helping him disarm the attacker. Rich Fierro told reporters how he grabbed the gunman's body armor and began punching him.
5: I grabbed the pistol from him, and then I told the guy, move the AR, the kid in front of me. He was at his head. I said, move the AR, get the AR away from him. And the kid did it. And then I started wailing on this
2: dude.
3: Authorities say Fierro and another man stopped the shooter after he began spraying bullets inside Club Q on Saturday night. The rampage killed five people and wounded 19. Rescuers and searchers for bodies and survivors in the rubble of buildings that collapsed in an earthquake that killed at least 252 people on Indonesia's main island of Java injured hundreds more. They are continuing, heavy equipment was sent overnight to reach the hardest-hit city of Sanjur, south of Jakarta. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre.
7: We are shocked
1: and saddened by the devastating loss of life and, dest- and destruction following the earthquake in Indonesia's West Java province.
3: White House spokesperson Corinne Jean-Pierre says the U.S. is standing by to provide aid and support. Reality TV stars Todd and Julie Crisley are going to prison. The pair from the USA Network's Chrisley Knows Best were sentenced after being convicted of bank fraud and tax evasion. Todd Crisley was sentenced to 12 years. Julie Chrisley was sentenced to 7 years. Global News, 24 hours a day, on air and on Bloomberg Quick Take, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts more than 120 countries. I'm Michael Barr, and this is Bloomberg. Nathan.
2: Thanks, Michael. Just about 6.36 on Wall Street. Time for the Bloomberg Sports Update. Brought to you by Tri-State. Audi. here's John Stash All
4: right, Nathan, the Knicks are headed home. A challenging five-game road trip. They won three times. Avenged a recent home loss to Oklahoma City. They beat the Thunder 129-119. to Jalen Brunson's best game is the Knicks. 34 points, nine assists. Both Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett scored 25, so 84 points from three guys. And Newark, another win for the Devils, 5-2 over Edmonton. That's 13 wins in a row to tie the club record. They can break the mark tomorrow against Toronto. The Islanders just beat the Maple Leafs. They tied the game on a Josh Bailey goal with three minutes left, and then they won 3-2 on an overtime goal by Anthony Bavillier. St. John's is 5-0, beat Temple 78-72 at the Barclays Center. World Cup opener for the U.S., 1-1 tie with Wales. Friday, U.S. plays England, who beat Iran 6-2. There is an upset brewing Right now in Qatar, second half, Saudi Arabia leads Argentina 2-1. Mexico City, 49ers beat Arizona 38-10. Four touchdown passes for Jimmy Garoppolo, two to Brandon Ayuk, two to George Kittle. The Cardinals were without their starting QB, Kyler Murray. Who will be the Jets quarterback this Sunday? Jets coach is Robert Sala.
5: I'm going to get to the tape and just evaluate everything, and uh, I'll leave it at that. We're keeping everything on the table over the next couple of days.
9: So you're you're not committing to Zach as your starter for Sunday? Not right now. Not until I'm done evaluating everything.
4: Salah had previously been firm in his commitment to Zach Wilson, who then struggled mightily in Sunday's loss in New England. The current Jet backup is Mike White. The Jets on Sunday host the Bears. They may not have their quarterback, Justin Fields, who's been playing great lately, but he's got an injured shoulder. John Stash,
2: Hour, Bloomberg Sports. Nathan? Okay, John, thanks. 637 on Wall Street. Time to take a look at stocks. Some of the early market moving names with uh, Bloomberg Radio and TV markets correspondent, Kriti Gupta. Kriti, good morning. Of course, we saw that big pop in Disney shares on word Bob Iger is coming back as CEO. How's the stock doing now that he's starting to settle in?
7: Starting to settle in, sending out a memo to the staff explaining some of the changes. Of course, the shares are taking a little bit of a breather. Remember, after a massive rally like yesterday, it's natural to see a little bit of a pullback. And that's exactly what Disney shares are doing. DIS is your ticker, down about three-tenths of 1%. Uh, Really, in that memo, he just talked about kind of the changes that are being made. He also said that the head of media distribution, Kareem Daniel, will leave the company. Nevertheless, it's not enough to really shake uh, a lot of the momentum you saw in those shares. Let's see what Bob Iger actually does. Uh, to actually give Disney some, a little bit more uh, room to rally or. Fall for that matter. Uh, So it's certainly something we're keeping an eye on, as well as earnings. Nathan, earnings never end. Zoom (laughs) specifically coming out and talking about a business slowing and trimming their forecast. Those shares down about 9% in the pre market street, really saying, well, they really have to find that extra leg of growth. Otherwise, it's just no dice for them. And what's really important is that the results were actually better than feared. But what they're concerned about is that, once again, that this isn't going to be a long term narrative and they really have to find a way. To diversify, and that's a theme that you're seeing really uh, across the board from chips to Disney to, um, you know, you name it. And that's going to be a a big thing for Zoom as well, even as a software company moving forward.
2: And it's not just the uh, earnings that never end, so do uh, analysts. Recommendations.
7: So do analyst recommendations. <laughs> um I wonder what job that job is like. Let's mm. start with Activision. A T V I is your taker. Shares up about four zero point four percent, so four tenths of one percent. They're getting an upgrade over at uh, let's look at this Baird excuse me on some of these uh, big moves in the macrosphere they get to an outperform from a neutral but on the same vein Baird also downgraded Airbnb and this is really interesting because in the recovery trade Nathan it was the opposite it was Airbnb was upgraded Activision uh, was downgraded so it looks like they're making a little bit of a u-turn here nevertheless uh off that upgrade you are seeing activision blizzard up about four tenths of one percent airbnb though is under pressure abnb is your ticker down 1.2 percent and when it comes to airbnb they're talking about despite a pretty positive long-term view they are really concerned about just how much people are going to start be spending on discretionary travel if you're worried about a recession are you going to be spending um extra money on a vacation for example Mm. uh Nathan, obviously, doesn't include me. I'm, I'm planning summer 2023. I'm oh,
2: I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you you look like you're ready to go uh, even in these winter temperatures. Good reason to go, really. Bloomberg Radio and TV Markets correspondent Kriti Gupta keeping an eye on the uh, pre-market trade while she's still in the office waiting for that vacation. As far as the broader market, uh, a little bit of change going on here. S&P futures, little change now, up just one point. Dow futures up 13. NASDAQ futures have turned a little bit lower now. They are down eight points. This is Bloomberg. And Bloomberg Sports was brought to you by Audi. Don't let someone else drive off in the Audi model you've always wanted. Visit your local tri-state Audi dealer to get behind the wheel of yours today or visit AudiOffers.com for more information.
5: Headlines and breaking news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Bloomberg Business app, and at Bloomberg Quick Take. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: And I'm Karen Moscow, and futures have been giving up their gains. S&P futures now little change. Let's go to the first word breaking news desk for today's morning call. And here's Bill Maloney. Bill, good morning.
9: And good morning, Karen. U.S. futures are quiet right now. Dow futures higher by 20 points. Like you said, S&Ps are little changed, and NASDAQ futures are down by 11. The U.S. 10-year yield at 3.79 percent. Gold is up 9. Oil is trading higher, and Bitcoin is little changed. Hong Kong fell 1.3% overnight, while European markets are trading in the green this morning. And back in the U.S. on the economic front at 10 o'clock, Richmond Fed. After the Bellas Night, Zoom Video reported its slowest quarterly sales growth on record. Shares are down 9% in the pre-market. And regarding earnings this morning, Medtronic was mixed. And also look for Best Buy, Dick Sporting, and Dollar Tree to report in the pre-market. In the crypto space, people familiar said that Genesis sought at least $1 billion in fresh capital in recent days. And in other news, Carl Icahn is set to hold a large GameStop short position. Wrapping things up, Blackstone was cut to underperform at Credit Suisse Lift cut to market perform at Cowan, and Toll Brothers was raised to overweight over at JP Morgan. Live from the first of breaking news desk, on Bill Maloney. Karen?
1: All right, Bill, thanks. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg-type squawk on your terminal, S-Q-U-A-W-K. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Now here's Michael Barr with more on what's going on around the world. Michael.
3: Karen, thank you very much. Army veteran Richard Fierro credits his training in the armed forces for taking down the gunmen that stormed Club Q, often called a safe place for the LGBTQ community. Police say the 22-year-old suspect stormed into the club and opened fire, killing five and injuring many others. The jury in the January 6th insurrection trial of Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes and four associates will begin deliberations today. In the NFL, the 49ers beat the Cardinals 38-10. In the NBA, the Knicks won, the Celtics and Warriors lost. In the NHL, the Devils won their 13th straight, beating the Oilers 5-2. The Islanders won an OT against the Maple Leafs 3-2. The Bruins won at Soccer's World Cup. The U.S. and Wales ended in a 1-1 draw. Today, four games are on the slate. Right now, Saudi Arabia is leading Argentina 2-1. Global News, 24 hours a day, on air and on Bloomberg Quick Take. Powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts from more than 120 countries. I'm Michael Barr. This is Bloomberg, Karen. All
1: right, Michael Barr, thank you. It is 649 on Wall Street, and we turn to news and science and technology now with the Bloomberg NJIT STEM report brought to you by New Jersey Institute of Technology. NJIT has joined with McKinsey & Company to establish a McKinsey Digital Capability Center, specializing in biopharma manufacturing. Learn more at njit.edu. And here's what's making news in science, technology, engineering, and math. In China, an increase in COVID cases has led local authorities into reintroducing measures like expanding testing and lockdowns. It's now estimated that a fifth of the country's economy has been affected. That's despite the central government's call for more targeted, less disruptive COVID-0 measures. A new report finds women are spending more time in the early iterations of the metaverse and are more likely to spearhead initiatives in the new and developing next generation of the Internet. The McKinsey & Company survey found men still hold 90% of executive positions at organizations shaping this emerging economy. It indicated that women are also implementing metaverse initiatives at their companies more often than men. And NASA's Orion capsule reached the moon Monday, whipping around the far side and buzzing the lunar surface on its way to a record-breaking orbit with test dummies sitting in for astronauts. It's the first time a capsule has visited the the moon since nasa's apollo program 50 years ago and represents a huge milestone in the 4.1 billion dollar test flight that began last week. And that's the Bloomberg NJIT STEM report. Nathan.
2: Okay, Karen, thank you. We are live from the Bloomberg Interactive Brokers studios. where it's at 651 now on Wall Street. Time now to check what's going on in D.C. Some of the top stories in our nation's capital include the U.S. pressing China to ease up on Taiwan as defense officials meet. Civil rights groups calling for a Twitter ad boycott over the return of former President Trump and Democratic senators urging the Justice Department to unwind Ticketmaster and Live Nation. For more on these stories, we're joined this morning by Jody Schneider, political news director for Bloomberg Radio and Television. Good morning, Jody. Thanks for being here. Uh, After the uh, meeting between Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and his Chinese counterpart in Cambodia, what more are we hearing that came out of it?
10: So all these kinds of meetings lately, including the meeting between President uh, Biden and uh, Xi Jinping on the sidelines of the G20, uh, expectations have been lowered. No one expects major deals to come from this. Uh, but everyone is hopeful that talking to each other, of course, is a for good first step. And that was sort of what came out of the G20 meeting, that, you know, this it, the the. Uh, kind of downfall in relations, if you will, had sort of been stemmed. So these kinds of talks now and when they get to Taiwan, which is, of course, one of the key uh, really hot buttons between the two countries, uh, the fact that they are talking about it is viewed as a good sign. Whether they make much progress is another
9: issue. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I mean, is there a sense uh, from what we're hearing, uh, not just from the uh, meeting with uh, Defense Secretary Austin, but of course, uh, Vice President Harris is in the region as well, that uh, if they are talking with each other, the U.S. and China when it comes to Taiwan, that they sort of understand each other's positions at this point?
10: Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's what you can say. That And the U.S. is, of course, in this interesting and complicated position of the president having gone as far as to say on several occasions, a couple he walked them back and then they don't walk them back anymore, that the U.S. would defend Taiwan militarily if it was taken by force. Of course, the U.S. position has been this kind of, uh, you know, very interesting strategic, um, uh, position of not, uh, you know recognizing uh, uh, Taiwan as a separate uh, country as a separate entity that it's part of China going along with that long standing position, but at the same time with visits like that of uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi and a number of other uh, congressional leaders showing support for Taiwan at the same time so uh, this and of course, China has made it unilaterally clear that they will that they view Taiwan as part of China and that any attempts to uh, allow to be a separate sovereign nation would be met by condemnation from China. Those are still their positions, but at least now they are talking about it, and that seems to be a, a very good first step.
2: Okay, let's turn to uh, domestic politics, which lately seems to be dominated more and more by what's happening at Twitter with uh, Elon Musk uh, now in the CEO role. We're uh, getting this word from uh, civil rights groups that uh, they want to see a ad boycott on Twitter now that the former president Donald Trump's uh, Twitter account's been reactivated, at least.
10: Yeah, so we had been hearing a lot, you know, civil rights groups have been, um, frustrated with Twitter increasingly, and there has been a lot of talk about ad boycotts for, you know, a number of reasons. Advertisers are, are starting to leave, uh, Twitter, uh, to some degree because, um, of the kind of chaos there, right? That they don't know what's going on, this whole blue check situation with the verification. But now, um, the head of the NAACP, Derek Johnson, has come out and said, uh, really condemning Twitter's owner, Elon Musk, his decision to allow, uh, former President Trump to, um, to that ban on him to be lifted and for him to return to the platform. And they really doubled down on those calls for advertisers to stop spending on the platform. In his statement, Derek Johnson said, uh, in Elon, Elon Musk Twitter sphere referring to must specifically you can incite an insurrection at the Capitol which led to the deaths of multiple people and still be allowed to spew hate uh, on the platform so it's very clear that they're they're upset about this whether people are losing leaving Twitter is you know um, it's hard to tell of course but um, there have been a number of, of uh, attempts of you know groups to try to get people to come off Twitter but now some liberal groups are saying well stay on don't allow us to you know don't let them um, you know control So we'll see what happens. President, former President Trump is not has not posted uh, yet back on Twitter. He's still on his um, his own uh, uh, account uh, his own uh, platform.
2: And uh, finally, Jody, it seems like this uh, meltdown at Ticketmaster with uh, Taylor Swift is becoming even more of a federal case. Yeah,
10: that's right um this whole situation of you know the the um over you know the over interest shall we say uh in uh in her concert and people couldn't be able to get on and couldn't couldn't get tickets and ticketmaster widely blamed for this um this is a lo- this is causing uh federal officials to say we really need to look more at this and at regulating this uh something that they have been criticized frankly for not doing that this is a situation this isn't the first time we've seen you Know, problems with Ticketmaster uh, and and big stars and people trying to um, you know buy tickets and being pushed out. But now we are seeing um, we are seeing more and more uh, talk about this. And again, someone like you know of the stature of Taylor Swift and her coming out and apologizing to her fans for what happened. Uh, this certainly gets attention in Washington.
2: All right, Bloomberg's. Uh- Radio and TV political news director Jody Schneider with us this morning to uh, run down some of the stories happening in the nation's capital. Jody, again, thanks for being with us this morning. You can read more about these stories on Bloomberg.com or on the Bloomberg Terminal. And a reminder that you can follow all the latest on Bloomberg Radio in Washington at Bloomberg 991 and 105.7 FM HD2. Futures had been a little bit higher in the pre-market this morning. Now they're trading little changed with S&P futures up uh, just two points now. Dow futures up 32 points. That's a gain of nearly one-tenth percent. And NASDAQ futures uh trading just a touch lower now, down seven points. Ten-year Treasury is up 10.30 seconds. The yield 3.78 percent. Yield on the two-year, 4.49 percent. Bitcoin's higher, six-tenths percent, $15,730. Bloomberg Surveillance is next with Tom Keene, Jonathan Farrow, and Lisa Abramowitz. For Karen Moscow, I'm Nathan Hager. This is Bloomberg.